it's that cutter pitch. Many of the baseball pitchers have learned how to do that four-seam fastball, that their fingers can spread so wide they can touch all four seams. And when they throw that fastball with their fingers in that position, that ball will drop. Drop like a curveball, like a breaking ball, except it's coming at you at 94 miles an hour. The case of Mariano Rivera, that ball dropped eight inches. It would always hit you right above your hands, holding the bat, and snap. Mariano Rivera broke 44 bats in the 2001 season. What about shaping the bat? The material itself, how to shape the handle, how to shape the barrel of the bat. They use a computer, actually. It's kind of like making a key. You know, when you need a new key, you go to get a key made. They, you need the old key, and that machine uses the old key as a model to shape the new key. Well, the computer does the same thing. It generates an image. How much grip area do you need? How wide should the grip of your bat be? Whether you're Jock Peterson or you're Matt Kemp, these baseball players have different size hands. They use different size grips. They like the handle a certain way. They like the barrel of the bat a certain way. They like the length of the bat a certain way, the weight of the bat. All of these variables make their bats unique. Well, the best bat company is the Louisville Slugger. And they actually have a vault where they have over 4,000 bats from people like Ted Williams to not only Jock Peterson, but Jock Peterson's father was a baseball player. They even have his bat in the vault. Every bat they've ever made. 4,000 different shaped ones for different players. One day, Jock Peterson of the Dodgers decided to visit the Louisville Slugger factory to see firsthand how to make that bat perfect. Let's go to number nine. Get that smell of wood? Yeah. <laughs> so these are the billets? Yeah, these are the billets. These are ash. You can yeah. tell by the long grain. Some of these might very well end up being your bats. When I first walked in the factory, it was uh, it was cool. You know, they had them drying out. They had the different densities. They already had it like weighed out for like what billet would go for each model. The billet is the name of the bat, which looks like a tree trunk. Number ten. We always love it when uh, major league players come visit us at Louisville Slugger. It gives us an opportunity to show them exactly how we make their bats. Uh, they're usually very surprised at all of the hands-on uh, action that it takes to create a major league player's bat. So this uh, is where we turn your bats. This is the CNC lathe, computer and American control lathe. It takes it about 30 to 40 seconds to turn this billet, which is 37 inches long and 3 inches in diameter, into the shape of your bat. And every player's bat is different. The computer, like a key maker, makes it uniquely based on what the player puts in the computer. Surfers do this as well with the foam. Now they'll use a computer to shape it. Way back when, Duke Hanamoku used just a, a blade of a saw and carved it. When he visited Australia in 1914, they all gathered around him and watched the Hawaiian bring those blades from Hawaii and shape in front of them a redwood board. It blew their minds. The very first person to surf in Australia was Duke Kahanamoku. Believe it or not, they still have that board that he made all by hand. Now, you use a computer to tell the foam what it is that you want. Well, Louisville uses a computer to take the billet, the tree trunk, and spin it, and with that lathe, fashion the exact bat 
that that player wants. But it depends on the density of the wood, the grain of the wood itself. And that's the difference between some of them snapping the bat and some of them not. Let's go to number 12. All right, Jock, next stop is the vault, uh, which really for us is like Fort Knox. Uh, it's where we keep the over 4,000 turning models that we've made uh, in our 134-year history. Are these all the bats ever made? So these were either actual game-used approved bats that the players used or a model that they made that they had their hands on and uh, they approved that this is the one that they wanted them to use uh, to make their particular bat. Jock Peterson's like a kid in a candy store, literally, because now he's in a room with 4,000 bats, 134 years old, some of them, of different shapes, getting inspiration. Maybe I want my bat to have a wider handle. Maybe I want my bat to be a little longer. He gets to pick up each and every one of these bats that people like Babe Ruth used. Let's go to number 13. So the vault was probably, hands down, my favorite part just because they had everything you could think of, any model that anyone's ever thought of in that room, and it was, uh, it was incredible. Are there stuff in these, or are uh, these actual bats? These are actual bats. Jock reminds me of the stories that I've heard about Ted Williams. Uh, Ted Williams used to come to the Louisville Slugger Bat Factory uh, many times during his career, and he was always looking for a way uh, to understand better how the bats were made and find uh, anything that at all could give him a little bit of an edge. And Jock, he was basically doing some research and development in our bat vault today. He was uh, looking at all those 4,000 plus different models that we've made throughout our history and trying to find different barrels that he liked, different types of handles and knobs that he liked. By the way, for those of you who don't know baseball, the reason they always mention Ted Williams is because that many consider him the greatest hitter of all time. He was the last player to hit for 400. The only batter who ever came close was Tony Gwynn. And in my opinion, Mike Trout of the Angels will probably be the guy, if ever there's going to be one in our lifetime, to hit a season with 400. But that's why they always mention Ted Williams. It's an amazing feat to hit a ball in baseball with an average of 400. He's special, Ted Williams, but he was a student and a science of the game, kind of like Kobe Bryant in basketball. Let's go finally, number 14. When I hit my hand like on the top of the bat, I'm listening for the higher ping to see the density of the wood and some harder wood billets are saved for special models because to create the, the weight and the length of it, it needs to be more dense. Incredible, I just love the craftsmanship plus i love wood anyway because my dad was a carpenter but the whole idea that you have wooden bats with a tradition that's 134 years old is what makes baseball so special and it makes that pitch crack those bats because that heat-seeking missile called the cutter pitch gets that spot right above where that batter holds and grips the bat and that's why they snap we'll get into it more at 8 15 with my guest dr max mahalski talking about the bat snapping in your foot, the fifth metatarsal fracture called the Jones fracture. Coming up next, I'll tell some stories. The number is 877-710-ESPN. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warriors show here on 710-ESPN.